Good afternoon, and welcome to the Embedded Executive Podcast. My name is Rich Nass. I am the Executive Vice President of Open Systems Media. I lead the Embedded Computing Design Team. Got a fun one today. My guest is Ken Weston. He is the CISO, um, I mean, security for Panther. And I came across Ken because um, I'm not going to do this right, but I'll say it anyway. He's a hacker, and he can get into pretty much any system you could find out there. Um, so beware. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing great. Hey, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So let's start at the at the top. Panther. What does Panther do? Um, so uh, Panther, we are a modern sim. So it's a security um, information and event management. So we uh, bring in logs from a lot of different sources. We apply detections. Uh, we identify potential threats. Um, so organizations can mitigate them before attackers cause any damage. Were you a bad guy before you were a good guy? I've never been a bad guy. <laughs> um, I have done, I have leveraged a lot of um, hacking tools and things like that, um, but really for good. Um, uh, back uh, when I got started in security, I got really interested in um, sort of malware and how it was working, particularly USB-based malware. Um, and uh, at that time, I was a, a developer. I ended up being sort of a one-man web army. Um, and then I worked for this company, and they had this new technology that would block flash drives. Um, and I got really interested in these sort of USB-based Trojans, where instead of trying to hack from outside, you could actually just plug a flash drive into a computer and compromise it, um, steal data, infect an entire network. Um, and then I took that technology and those ideas, and I actually started using them for good um, for people to actually recover um, stolen devices. So if a bad guy takes your stuff, um, I started uh, working on ways that you can actually uh, get it back, identify who stole it. Um, and, and that led to a lot of interesting um, stories, as you can imagine. Is it is a lot of this where um, when you get hired, they don't want anybody to know that you've been hired because nobody wants to admit that they've been compromised? Um, not necessarily. I mean, a lot of times what I was doing back before was, um, you know, people would actually buy the technology. They would install it on devices before they were stolen. Um, and then um, I would actually work with them. I actually <clears throat> ended up working with law enforcement on a lot of these recoveries um, because sometimes we would not only identify that hey, this device was stolen, we know where it is. We would unveil a lot of other crimes. So um, they would go in, they'd find other st stolen property. We even um, solved a, a violent carjacking. Um, there was a lot that went into that. And um, that company is no longer around anymore. I kind of got um, a little scared with um, how some of that technology can be misused. And I started doing more um, work on how we can actually mitigate some of those threats. And that's where I started working a lot with uh, companies like Splunk and Elastic, where um, I really work on data and how to conduct investigations. Um, how to do deep dives. So uh, everything from ransomware to um, uh, nation state actors and things like that, when they get into companies, um, helping organizations um, sort of mitigate those types of threats. So what do you do? What's day to day? You know, when you, when you come in in the morning, what, what is, what are you doing? Um, I, I have a great job. I actually get to teach people um, how to defend themselves. So um, I have uh, uh, workshops that I build uh, where I actually set up infrastructure and I do real attacks. Um, and then that generates the logs. And then I teach people that, okay, I did this attack. Now let's go into logs and see how we can actually write a detection. So if this does happen again in real life, um, we'll be alerted to it or be able to block that particular attack. Um, and I, I love it. I get to do research. I get to uh, work with um, a lot of uh, people uh, on both sides of, uh, you know, red team and blue team. Red team's more the offensive side and blue team's more the defenders. 
Um, and I get to, to work with both of those folks. And uh, I get to learn quite a bit. Um, I just got back from uh, DEF CON and Black Hat, which is sort of our hacker summer camp. Um, and it's, it's always fun. I come back and I, I learn some new tools and new technologies. And um, so now I'm actually working on a new workshop where um, we are going to attack GitHub, which is um, you know a code repository for organizations. So we can do a better job of actually um, securing the software supply chain. Everyone thinks that security is about, you know, it's all about, you know, firewalls and things like that. But um, attackers um, have become much more savvy and they realize that they attack um, software um, repositories and they can actually inject malicious code. They can actually infect and or provide a backdoor into a lot of customers on uh, further downstream. Is a typical customer somebody like a hospital or a school or is it, is it somebody who's who's designing a system? Uh, it, yeah, like uh, it can be like any. It can be governments. It can be um, uh, tech companies. Um, our our product is really uh, well suited, particularly for tech companies. Um, so a lot of companies they come to us not necessarily to protect the like kind of the corporate assets, but more protect the things that are happening in the customer domain. Um, our founder Jack Nagleri actually came from Airbnb. Um, so as you can imagine, there's a higher volume, high velocity of log sources that get generated from that. Um, and so that's where we actually want to go and actually protect um, the applications where, you know, the customer data actually lives nowadays. Do you get involved with things like uh, the matter specification, for example, like, you know, where we're where we're protecting consumer devices? I'm sorry, like uh, like MITRE, I mean? No, uh, the matter specification is part of the... Um, Part of the connectivity standards alliance where they're actually they worked with the biden administration to to do this thing where they put stickers on consumer devices that comply with the matter standard oh. yeah not not really i don't really go that uh, that that deep i'm usually everything i'm doing is much more um like in the cloud things like that so um i haven't really worked too much with a lot of like iot devices and things like that um, I do have a lot of friends that are into that. They do a lot of like hardware hacking and things like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm more of a data nerd uh, lately, so okay. I really like to you know, do the, the investigations and, and look at uh, look at data. You know, tell stories of the attacks, things like that. One of the things that we tell people is that if your device is plugged in, unless it's a rock or a notebook, you you will get hacked. And oh, yeah. your job is is not to make it so you can't get hacked but to make sure that when you do get hacked, you don't lose the information that um, is valuable to you. Is that true? Do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, uh, I set up, you know, environments all the time and it's like, immediately when you like put up a web server, it, it's under attack almost immediately um, by a lot of automated processes. People are, you know, trying to fire exploits at it, things like that. Um, and that's very true. Um, actually, there's a concept called threat hunting. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but it's something that we do in security a lot. But the basic premise of it is that eventually your uh, defenses are going to fail. Um, your boundary defenses, your detection mechanisms, um, and attackers are going to get in. So if an attacker is in your environment, how do you go about finding evil? Um, and that's where we would go in. We would look at the data. We would look for things like anomalous processes and things like that. And if we do find an attacker, then we can sort of um, follow the breadcrumb trails to figure out how they got in. Um, and then we can go back and then write new detection logic to, to mitigate that particular threat so it doesn't happen again. Have you found a system that can't be hacked? Um, yeah, I mean, the best way is just uh, unplug the computer and throw it in the ocean. I think uh, a computer at the bottom of the ocean is, is pretty hard to hack, but that's about it. <laughs> but in all sincerity, there's 
any system that's connected to the net, it, there's yeah, no or not. Like it can be connected to the internet or not. Like especially if you have physical access to a device, even right, um, then it's even easier to to compromise. But yeah, I I don't believe in the word unhackable. Um, I don't I don't think uh, it should be even uh, be a term that's used in our industry. Yeah, the one that I've heard is that um, you leave a USB stick in a parking lot somewhere, and somebody picks it up and sticks it into the computer. Before you know it, you're in. Have Have you used that one? Um, actually, that was where I actually got started with uh, my startup that I had because um, I was trying to. Um, I actually had to see flash drives, and if someone steals it, um, then we you plug it into a computer. I will hijack the computer it's connected to. Um, I even had a deal with um, FLIR. Um, if you may know them, they make high-end thermal imaging cameras where I actually embedded this technology into um, cameras that you know the customer would want it. You know, they wanted it to, for um, theft uh, purposes, but it was also used uh, for export controls. So if some of these devices that are not allowed to be in certain countries because they can be used for nuclear purposes, um, and so I actually helped them track down um, a distributor who was selling them to uh, people that they shouldn't have. We were able to track it, um, get an IP address ping, and get other information around that. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's how I kind of got started in all this, and that was because of a vulnerability in Windows. I was able to exploit that, and uh, yeah, and I actually had a lot of recoveries as a result of that. Is security getting better? It is, but also the attackers are getting better too. I think I think one of the challenges is that um, you know the technology keeps getting more complex. Um, we have, uh, particularly in, in our space, there's a lot more data that we need to be able to sift through. Um, the, that data is coming in at a faster rate, um, and it's exponential, right? That data growth is just uh, you know, growing massively, and more people are moving to the cloud as well. So I'd say that, uh, you know, yeah, in some ways we're getting better at security, but also some of that's also um, sort of evolving too. Um, and there's new types of threats that are um, popping up every day, um, new types of attacks, sort of like the, the software supply chain attack um, I uh, was mentioning. Um, North Korea, for example, they have a, an attack group called Lazarus that um, has been targeting developers and trying to compromise GitHub. Um, they deploy malicious code, they get someone to download it, and then they can infect their system. Um, and that's sort of a, a much more uh, complex attack vector than we've ever seen before. Um, and so, um, you know, it's, it's always a cat and mouse game in security, right? So um, it, I, I always tell people that there's job security and security. And we're still very much in the it'll never happen to me mode. And that drives me crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, that, that, that I think particularly when you start to look at ransomware, I think that's a really good example of that. You know, people think hey, we're not going to be compromised. And I think uh, it used to be that attackers were trying to be very stealthy. Um, they would try to get into networks and go undetected because they were stealing data. Um, and then they would try to monetize that by selling that data in underground markets. Um, where I think with ransomware, the goal there is once they get uh, a certain point, then they want to be very loud and noisy um, so that you, they, you know that you've been compromised. Um, and so I think in some respects, I think ransomware, for example, has made us more secure um, because it started um, sort of opening a lot of um, eyes, particularly executives, that to the risk that are, is posed by security. A lot of times it's difficult to get security budget um, in organizations. And now with things like ransomware that are out there, like there's a, a real threat there. Um, and so it's a, a lot easier to get that budget. So it sounds like job security is not something that you worry about. Uh, not too much. Um, plus, I, I, I'm i lucky because I, I I really love what I do. I think um you know, the it's not always about the money. Of course, you know, that's been great in the industry of the last few years. But um, what's really great about this is that we're doing good. Uh, we're actually, you know, fighting the bad guys. 
you know, I get to go to work every day and I feel like a superhero. It's great. Well, if you ever find yourself in need of funds, you just go hack somebody, right? And hold their data <laughs> hostage. Well, I'm I'm a very ethical hacker. Um, that's what I refer to myself as. Um, um, and that's, that's part of that because I'm an ethical hacker. <laughs> it, it is actually, um, and hackers are not always bad. Like I always refer to the people that are doing malicious things as cyber criminals because that's what they are. Um, um, hackers are are good. We need hackers. Um, hackers like it's really about understanding and breaking things down, taking things apart, understanding how they work. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think hackers are um, are good and they're necessary in our society, um, but cyber criminals, not so much. Okay. Well, this has been really interesting. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time, Ken. Great. Thanks for, thanks for having me, Rich. I appreciate it. That was Ken Weston. He is the CISO with Panther and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.